0: Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Your host, as always, is Fred. Our desire is to encourage, exhort, and educate on biblical prayer through this podcast. The mission of the podcast is to help everyone God allows us to help achieve a growing, biblical, dynamic, and satisfying prayer life. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. If you would like, you can make a positive review wherever you get your podcast. That would be appreciated. Welcome to today's episode of Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast.
1: Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this wonderful day. We do thank you and we bless you again that you are our Savior and that you're in our lives. And we just praise you for your abundant goodness to us. Holy God, as we bow before you today to take one last look at Psalm 139, at least in this series, Lord, that as we take one last look at this Psalm again, that we would see the integrity of David in his prayer before you, in his heart before you. And we would ask that you would give us that same kind of integrity. Lord, we want to live open and honest lives before you. We want to serve you and to praise you and to be, to the world, your light and salt. To do all that, we need your integrity. So we pray that you would reveal to us the integrity of David and then help us to commit and conform to living truly before you with our hearts open and laid bare. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood shed on our behalf so that we're even able to pray this way and to have our relationship with you. We commit all this to you, Lord Jesus, in your precious and righteous and holy name. Thank you for our salvation. Amen. Welcome once again to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I'm the host of the podcast. Grace and peace to you wherever you are or whenever you're listening. I am personally thanking God for his grace and mercies to allow me to teach on prayer. And I'm thanking him for his providence in the scheduling and the energy that it takes to produce the podcast. And obviously thanking him, or maybe not obviously, but truly thanking him for everyone who listens. I really do appreciate it. And I am still, I mentioned last time, in the midst of working through some health problems, trying to resolve my personal energy crisis, as it were, and at the same time trying to get out the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. I know it's important. God is good and he is moving. And today we're going to try to wrap up our look at David's demonstration of a soul-satisfying prayer life. We looked in part six, just a little bit, at imprecatory prayers. Prayers Given by God's people for judgment. We also looked just a little bit at the possible motives that drove David to express his hatred and his desire for judgment on the enemies of God. And today we're going to look, in contrast to that, at David's pure openness with God. We're going to take a look at his integrity, the integrity of his heart, as he speaks with his Savior. And it occurred to me that both openness and integrity. In our communication with anybody, actually, let alone the the Almighty God, is born of true communication, true communion, and trust. And David, through his years of prayer, his relationship with the Holy God of the universe, had both of those true communion and true trust. And we've seen David's meditation on the wonder of God up until this point. God's goodness is building in David until David bursts forth first with anger. Over the enemies of God. And we saw last time that because of the age of grace that we live in, that that mitigates our prayers for the judgments of God and changes them to pleas for mercy. And we just for a second touched on Paul's assertion in Romans 9, 1, that he would have himself a curse for the sake of his brothers in the flesh. Hell, separation from God, is so terrible that Paul was able to pray a sincere desire that his fellow Israelites would get saved, even almost at the expense of his own separation. That's pretty powerful. Even then, with our bitterest enemies, our prayer is for God's grace and his mercies on the behalf of those enemies, the evildoers. And because, again, that we live in the age of grace, our prayers are changed from David's desire for judgment to our desire for God's grace. I also think that as David is praying this heartfelt prayer, it's almost, and I'm really leaning this way, that David is brought up short in his anger and in his fleshly vindictive prayer to make sure that he himself is open and laid bare before God. And that there's no hurtful or faithless consideration in David's own heart. And that's why he cries out Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the everlasting way. The reality is, we know our own sin. We know that we have those hurtful ways. And so, as David is praying judgment on the enemies of God, He wants God to search him and make sure he is in no way an enemy of God. David here opens himself up and cries to the God he knows and the God he trusts to search, to know, and to try David's own soul. The clear implication is he's asking for cleansing. He wants to be rid of all the unworthy thoughts about his stunningly merciful God. He wants to make sure he's in the right relationship with the Holy God of the universe. So he asks, in the end, for God's gentle leading in the everlasting way. Once God leads this way, David will follow that way, and ultimately he's going to be able to say, one thing I have asked from the Lord, that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, To behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. And even more poignantly, a little bit later in Psalm 27, David's penultimate desire Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, and be gracious to me and answer me. When thou didst say, Seek my face, my heart said to thee, Thy face, O Lord, I shall seek. So the last two verses there, David is calling out to be open and laid bare again before God, to have God look at him and show him any unrighteous way. Once again, for me, the fullness of God's will and his purposes are at best shrouded for all of us. They're at best shrouded by our sinful flesh. But through prayer, as it's according to God's will for us individually, we are able to experience, begin to experience eternal life right now. And if David is our greatest example of true prayer, He's also our greatest example of the fruit of that prayer. His soul was satisfied with his God. Prayer inexorably, if perhaps slowly, leads us to our soul finding our greatest peace, joy, comfort, courage, righteousness, righteous desires, and actions, and righteous actions in God, our beloved Savior. I know this affirmation of our purpose has been going on quite a long time. It's been a pretty slow journey. It's also been complicated by my ill health. But if you've at all found it helpful going through this or motivating, now that it's done, the great thing about a podcast is you can actually listen to all the episodes in a more rapid succession and maybe get the the picture in a more full way. And then you will see clearly, more clearly. Is my prayer anyway? Why we have set our purpose to supplicating, to praying, to pleading on my own behalf and on your behalf for a growing, biblical, dynamic, soul satisfying prayer life. A prayer life with our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who has given us the gift to unwrap, the gift of prayer to unwrap and develop. As at all times, in all things, we want His glory his purpose, and the residual results as we seek his glory in his purpose, is our good. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and give you peace.
0: Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Free Range Preacher. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us for our next broadcast coming up soon. For Fred and myself, this is Richard Durrington saying, Make it a godly, fun-filled day.